0: Thanks for listening to UCB's Vision Radio Network. Listener supported and passionate about connecting faith to life. Find out more at vision.org.au. Saturday's Top 5.
1: Neil, you've done the cruise shipping around the world. You're well travelled. My parents are looking at doing a cruise a little later. Where, where have you been? Oh, I didn't quite go around the world. <laughs> I, was, I was making it sound of no, uh, kinda... South Pacific Islands was the extent of my cruising and a uh, thoroughly enjoyable experience. There's been, it's a bit quirky. I'm not too sure whether I'm, I'm too keen on that because, I mean, I always think that I'm going to get seasick um, because of the, you know, the, the, the waves and all that kind of stuff, but well, I'm when I it was pretty, when
0: I went pretty cruising, good. things were pretty calm, so I didn't have a big problem with high seas. But I have uh, known some people who did spend a fair bit of time
1: throwing up into a little bag. The ships do have kind of stabilizers too, don't they? Like, I mean, in a little dinghy, you'd certainly get seasick, but on a huge cruise liner, I mean, you'd expect that to dissipate, <laughs> wouldn't you?
0: And I think if you get a room that's sort of midship, you know, not one end or the other, oh
1: yeah, uh, actually, it it rocks around less. So. <laughs> okay. Good. (laughs) Keep that in mind if you're going camping. have to. Well, I thought I did a bit of investigation. I came across some weird facts about cruise ships, and that's the focus on today's top five. Okay. Five. Number five is that you'll actually probably drink some desalinated water. Now, I would have thought that this would be a natural thing, but apparently uh, they obviously hold large water tanks for drinking and washing and doing laundry, but often they run out, and they have to use seawater, which they have desalination um, kind of machines on there to convert it.
0: Well, it's interesting that uh, you say that because they have all sorts of water. I to mean, see the swimming pools as well Absolutely. have to be refilled and emptied. And uh, when I was on a when I was on a cruise, uh, somebody had dropped their wine glass into the pool, and it had and it smashed and there was glass particles in the in oh. the water. So they had to actually drain the pool really? and then refill the pool. Uh, no one was allowed in until that could happen. So wow. that was like an overnight process. Well, the good news, I guess, is that you probably don't tell the difference, do you? And I don't know whether there. they were using desalinated water, but I don't think it's uh, salty water that you're swimming in. Four. Number four, there could be dead people on board. <laughs> <laughs> now... In the unfortunate event that a passenger or crew member dies while at sea, most ships have spaces to hold the bodies until the next appropriate port of call, and passengers are not notified of these incidents. Some cruise lines just use regular freezers, and others have mini morgues. Well, I mean they've got
1: kitchens, I guess, so they can put <laughs> them <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> I guess it's the better than the old, uh, you know, the movie thing where they just wrap them up in, in uh, sheets and toss them over. Uh, that's That'd a be terrible. No burial at sea. That's a morbid three. I don't Number three is that uh, you might be, this might be a very interesting stat actually, The food actually may have travelled farther than you have. Hmm. Uh, because of the strict quality control regulations that cruise lines choose to follow, most food is actually shipped from the cruise line's headquarters. So even if you're cruising in Alaska or Asia, the uh, the grilled halibut prime rib and the bottle of uh, wine, it's, it's all gone through uh, the headquarters of the cruise line and you might be, I, I wonder how long it's been there. That's, that's a problem I think. We thinking. did mention
0: they had big freezers on board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two. Number two, you shouldn't wear camouflage. Uh, apparently, and this one's more specific to the Caribbean islands, but wearing camouflage-style clothing on many Caribbean islands, uh, which includes places like Grenada or Barbados, Jamaica. Yeah, uh, Well, it's, uh, it's against the law because oh, people really? have tried to impersonate local police Or military officials to harass or rob people. Now that could be. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, because you'd look exactly like one of those Jamaicans. It's
0: (laughs) it's this dark complexion I have (laughs) there. I don't think that'd mistake me. <laughs>
1: me either. <laughs> Saturday's top five, number one. And one of the uh, quirky facts that I did discover that uh, I guess makes a little bit sense here, that as ships sail through different time zones, they usually adjust their official onboard clocks, so which basically means that ship time may actually be different to the shore time. So you can get very confused and miss your bus when you're kind of off the ship and on shore if you've got your time a bit... Bamboozled.
0: Well, it's logical, really, isn't it? I mean, on my South Pacific Islands cruise, really well, is. uh, you know, obviously, as you travel further east, uh, the time gets earlier and earlier. So you do have to you're adjust loose. your you have to adjust your watch on the way. Saturday's top five.
1: A few quirky things there that uh, you may or may not be aware of when you're thinking about doing the cruise. As my parents are doing a little later this year, a bit jealousick, kind of spending the my inheritance. Yep. <laughs>